This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Party on the pod where the cream is on all night. Use code Nash till the break of dawn. Welcome to Natch Beauty. Bienvenido, San Natch Beauty. Rubbing on your neck where sunscreen is on. Keep your fringe fresh till the break of dawn. I'm listening to Natch Beauty. Welcome to Natch Beauty. You know you think you know lyrics and then when you try to sing them you realize, oh, I don't know them. I, I'm honestly disappointed in myself right now. I thought that the lyrics to Miami by Will Smith were deeply embedded in my long-term memory from my youth. And I am absolutely disappointed in myself. But don't worry. Because once I put this in the show, y'all aren't even going to know that I said the words wrong because I'm going to put it in properly. But enough about my memory. Welcome to Natch Butte, everybody. Welcome to Natch Butte, the beauty podcast where we have a good time. We laugh. We discuss entrepreneurship. We discuss hair. We discuss skincare. We discuss women slaying the game. Welcome to Nashville. I am Jackie J, your host, the Beauty Talk Shock Jock, your queen of creams, their host with the most serums, the freshest fringe on the West Coast, your favorite over 30 niche influencer, and your kooky southern aunt. Welcome to Nashville. Now, I know my guest is thinking, I don't see any fringe on you. What are you talking about? Yes, my bangs have grown out, and I am in a weird place. I don't know if I should cut that out of my intro or not. Maybe she can help me with that. My guest today is yet another inspiring hardworking woman slaying the game. What game, you might ask? The hair game, sweetie. The natural, healthy hair game. She is a mother. She is an attorney. She is an entrepreneur. She had a passion to make people see how lovely and gorgeous and powerful their natural hair is. And she said, I'm turning this into a business. So she opened Maggie Rose Salon, which is named after her daughter. And it is based in Miami. And it is one of the top Texas salons in the country. But that wasn't enough for her. She said, you know what? I've learned everything there is. I've learned about hair. I'm an expert in this field. I now know that I can bottle this up and help people all over the world (gasps) embrace their hair and feel empowered every day. And she started Naturally Drenched, which is the best name ever for a product line, a vegan hair care brand catered toward all curl friends, yes, honey, seeking natural, healthy, eco-conscious hair. Please welcome my guest, and just get excited already for my guest. Please welcome Jamila Powell. Welcome to Natch Butte. Thank you so much. That was probably the best intro I've ever heard in my whole entire life. (laughs) 
you know what? I would be honored if I could come to Miami and and I'll sing I'm going to Miami, but I'll know the words for that. And I will do the whole intro for you every time you enter your salon. Like that would be life. Yes. Honestly. Well, it, it's going to happen because I've never been to Miami. Stop. I know. Isn't that just disgusting? Why? I want to wear a thong on oh, the beach and like rollerblade. <laughs> I need that in my life. You need it. You need to do it. It's and a you must. know what? There might be, uh, there might be really pale. I haven't shaved my legs in a while, but that's what Miami's all about. Freedom, baby. Right, Jamila? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know like, about that's that. not really my scene. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I don't know if it, that's the, that freedom they're talking about. But okay, well, I'm I, happy I, I checked could, in with you. You could start a trend, though. Like, I totally believe you're capable of starting a trend. Okay, well, thank you for your input. I definitely needed somebody to rein me in. Thank you for being here, Jamila. Can you please answer my first question I ask every guest, which is what type of skin do you have? I believe I have combination skin. Yes. That's what I believe. But now that I've gotten a little older, I think it's more oily than anything. No, you know what? I'm going to go back to combination because it can yes. be dry. But when I do put on like the proper stuff, it, mm-hmm. it, it can get a little oily. So I'm going to say combination. Well, it looks lovely. Thank you. But I'm adding a question because you are the queen of hair. What type of hair do you have? I have what I say, I have a high texture hair. So I have type four hair. Mm -hmm. So it's got a lot of, it's more than a loose curl for sure. It's definitely tighter and just a tighter curl. I love it. And you are a redhead right now, which is exciting for me. Which is my favorite color. I used to think I was meant to be a blonde. So Mm -hmm. I was like a blonde for a long time. And then my stylist dyed me red and I'm not going back. Like red is my signature color now. I like a copper red. Mm -hmm. So I did red about two weeks ago because they didn't have my color. But when I went back to copper, like copper kills the game. I'll tell you something somebody said to me one time and, and I believe it to be true. And is it misogynist? Yes, but this is for fun. It, it was something along the lines of a man will drive by a brunette, stop for a blonde, and reverse for a redhead. That's right. The what red, can I say? We have uh, more fun. We have I When I walk in, because I'm trying to grow my hair out really big because I just mm-hmm. want to see how long I cannot cut it. And when I walk in the room now with my hair being this red, no lie, I, like all eyes are on my yes. hair. Yes. Yeah, I love it. I do too. I love that color. Thank you. My next question for you, Jamila, is we like to kind of go nostalgic on attribute at the top. Do you recall the first beauty product that you ever bought or used? And yes, hair products do count. I honestly, the first thing I remember using is perfume. Yeah. Does that count? Of course it does. I literally remember saving up my money and I don't even remember the name of the store. It started with the H, but it's probably no longer in business. And I remember saving up my money and going and buying a bottle of perfume at the mall. That and getting my first set of nails at 14. Oof. Yeah. That first you set of nails is life change. <laughs> Do you have nails right now? I have nails. Oh, I love. Oh, you know what? I'm going to do that color next. Yeah. Because I like to stay in the tropical palette. 
Yes, I, I'm bringing tangerine. I love. I do an orange. Everyone's this. I, so for people who can't see mine, I, I have it. an ombre right now, and I actually didn't ask for this, and it was a whole weird situation. We had so many layers of masks and shields that she didn't really understand me, and that's okay. I let her do her thing. That honestly, I love that, and that's normally what I wear. I call it like a modern take on a French manicure. Yes. Like I'm all about because like I, I like longevity, and when your nails like at the bottom are nude, it grows up so nice and natural. Yes. So I do usually I keep the majority of my nail nude. This is just like today I want this time I want to try something different, but I'm all about the modern French mani. When I was looking at your Instagram yesterday and you posted a photo of a modern take of a French that I screen grabbed and I said, I'm getting this next time. I believe it was a teal sort of swoop. Yes. And I just, I said, this woman is a tastemaker. So that organically <laughs> came better. up. I wasn't even going to mention that, but the nails were on point. And I was like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get that. Anyway, Jamila, we can talk about nails all day. Okay. My last warm-up question for you is, what is the most beautiful thing about yourself? I think, you mean physical or just in general? It's, you can interpret it however you like. Okay, so I would say physical, my smile. That, my yes. butt and my smile. Poison. Front and back, covered. BBD, that's right. Can't trust a big butt and a smile. That's it. I got that covered. Okay. And then I say my personality. I love my personality. Yes. Can you say that? Can you say your love of your own Of course you can. And I I'm believe you're right. I'm a Sagittarius and I believe we're the best sign ever. And our personality is like, why? I was in love with a Sagittarius. <laughs> he blew my mind. He also had a flip side. Too much like a Gemini. You know that song? No, but I'm surprised oh. you can sing like that. Oh, listen, if Who you live in LA, you? you have to have at least 10 hyphenated talents. I'm like, oh my God. That is from Dangerously in Love, Beyonce's first solo CD. And the song is called Signs. And it's incredible, Jamila. And you need to put it on your Spotify it. right now. I need it. I need yes. It. You need to hear it. Anyway, enough about Beyonce's first CD, which did change my life when it came out. Jamila, let's talk about you. I would love to get to know you more. You grew up, I was reading lots of interviews uh, about you. You grew up with relaxed hair. Yes. You would go and get your hair treated. When did you embrace your natural curl patterns? What was that journey like for you? Tell me about that kind of epiphany moment. It was not a linear situation. Mm -hmm. So I, my mom relaxed my hair when I was super young. So the only time I really even saw my natural hair was like that I remember is in a picture. Like, you know, when you take your mm -hmm. little pictures and when I see old photos around the house. So I, like I said, I've always loved being blonde, even from when I was like young, like high school, I was like, honey, blonde is my color. Yes. yes that's, that's for me. But guess what? Every time I dyed my hair blonde, it died. It, mm -hmm. it like literally just ate itself off and broke off really bad. So my first, I wouldn't even say real attempt going natural. That's one thing too. I'm not afraid of short hair. Mm -hmm. So I'll rock short hair in a second. So my first attempt was when I was in college and my hair broke off really bad and I cut it all off to maybe about like half an inch. And I literally just grew, um, cut it off to get rid of the blonde and I grew it right back. So then I moved to the DMV. I went to law school in DC and, you know, D.C. is like all woke. It's Chocolate City. Everybody there is like embracing their natural hair. So I tried to do it again. 
and everybody there is like rocking their own hair. But then I started pressing it out and I got really bad heat damage. And then I moved to Miami mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I need to rock a weave because I'm in Miami. So I relaxed my hair and started wearing extensions. And then finally, when I was turning 30, I cut it all off again and I went natural all over again. And that time it finally stuck with me, even to the point like in law school, when I went natural, I don't even have a photo from that time period because I was really so uncomfortable with the way that my hair looked that I never even, I don't even have any photos of that time period. So it wasn't until I finally turned 30, which was 12 years ago, where I really was like, no, I'm done. And it wasn't even about being natural. It was just like, I was tired of getting relaxers. Like when you put the chemical on your hair, you get, sometimes it burns. And I was like, I'm over it. And then I had a really short haircut. I had to go to the hairdresser like every week to get my hair done. I was like, I'm good. So I was like, I'm just gonna grow my hair out natural. And I've been natural for the last 12 years. Wow. I love that you turned 30. I feel like that is such a pivotal turning point in so many people's lives. When I turned 30, I I realized, oh, I don't care what people think about me anymore. 30? How old are you now? 36. Okay. Wait till you get 40. I love 40. 40 is like, I'm really, I feel like 30 is such like a a building moment in your life where you're finding yourself, but you're a little bit more on the path. But 40 is like, no, bam. Now if I'm going to do it, yeah, if I'm going to do it now, 40 is like 40 to 50. I'm like, it's getting done. You're on the path and you're stomping the path, honey. Yes. Yes. I'm like, there's no turning back. Like I need, I'm coming for everything. Every dream I have in my mind, I'm coming for. It's like, sometimes I think about where I want to be and it's so clear to me. I'm already there. I can feel it. I can feel that house I want to live in, the car I want to drive, the life I want to live. Like I can just, I'm living it in my mind. Oof. Oh, that was powerful. I needed that. I feel like sometimes actually my 36 and a half birthday is like a few days away. And I keep being like, this whole year has gone by. What have I done with my life? It's hard to shut those voices out. So now I have Jamila's voice in my head saying, actually, you're heading right towards the path. Exactly. You're setting powerful. foundation. You're doing, you're, you're setting a foundation right now. Powerful, powerful. <laughs> Okay, so you're an attorney, you're slaying it, you are in Miami, your hair is natural, and then Miss Magnolia Rose Uh, appears. Please tell me how Miss Magnolia Rose inspired you to start inspiring others through your salon. Basically, when I had my daughter, I worked for the federal government. I'm still a full-time attorney. So, yeah, honey, because you got, I mean. Nobody fuck with you. (laughs) Right? And bills got to get paid, right? (laughs) So, you know, you work for the federal government and it's more a quality of life. Mm -hmm. So your salary is not bad. You know, living out in California, what would be considered a good salary somewhere else? You barely can get by. Yes, it's really fun. (laughs) It's difficult. And so I decided I wanted to start something on the side. Mm -hmm. And so my friend Weave was like the thing, like, oh, I'm going to go get a weave. I'm going to go to a weave. And then they started a $50 weave concept. Wow. Right? And I was like, oh my God, that idea is dope. And because I'm a Sagittarius and I'm super impulsive, like Memorial Day weekend, I was like, that's a good idea. I'm going to start a salon. I don't know what I was thinking. And by August, I had opened the salon. Wow. And I did it. Quick turnaround. Quick. So I did it under that. And then about a year later, I was like, this thing ain't making no money. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wait a minute. But if I opened the doors, they would come. So 
thank goodness I was able to survive and keep the doors open for that year. I was able, then I decided, like I had an epiphany at night. I was like, I should name the salon Maggie Rose. I should change it after my daughter, Magnolia Rose. And I should segue into natural hair. And that's what I did. I segued, I changed the name to Maggie Rose. And then I moved into doing solely natural hair pretty much. And then now I've even transitioned even more. And now I really, the salon is centered around cutting and coloring curls. And that's our niche. And I prefer to, for business reasons, I want to be a master of something, not a jack of all trades. And that's why I like for the salon to focus on healthy hair, number one, and just um, cutting and coloring. I love that. Oh, you're inspiring me today. (laughs) A, A master of something instead of a jack of all trades. That's powerful. My whole life just flashed before my eyes. <laughs> oh, trust me. I Listen, the year before last, I had started a candle bar. I had did a sipping. It was called Get Lit Candle Bar. Like, I even convinced myself that I was going to sell sequins. Like, one day I went to the Goodwill to buy a sequin something. And then all of a sudden, I was on Goodwill and eBay buying up a bunch of sequins. And I was going to run a sequin business. Like, like just, only selling things covered in sequins? Yes! Oh, it was called my God. Sparkle. I've always said on Attribute that someday my autobiography will be called Born to Wear Sequins. Oh, I got some for you. You're <laughs> Wow, I relate to this so much. I was just telling my husband, I want to open an avocado toast truck. Like I'm like, what am I doing? But that was that is a dope idea. I'm not even joking. Like no, avocado I make, toast is Listen, big. Jamila, when you come to LA next time for business, I, come over and I will make you avocado toast that you will literally you will get aroused. Uh, it's ooh. so good. I've worked I've perfected it. That's what I'm good at is making avocado toast. And See, it, but I'm telling you, there's no bad idea. And so right. last year I decided to focus more. Yes. And I decided that I wanted to focus on things that I had already started Mm -hmm. and I wasn't going to add anything more to my plate. So I ended up shutting down the candle bar, even though I really still love making candles. I plan on incorporating that and naturally drenched. And I'm like a candle snob too. I don't play games. Like I only use coconut wax. Like my, it's gotta be wicked properly. It's gotta burn. Right. Like I'm serious about my candles, but I was like, there's a time for everything. And so not saying I can't ever do it again, but my timing isn't the time isn't right for that. Right. So I'm segueing. I decided to focus on the salon and there's so many factors. I tell people too, like being an entrepreneur, like what love, what you love, eventually you're going to start to resent. And so a lot of times that happens because we get away from our original vision and Mm -hmm. other ideas, different people become involved in the equation. And instead of setting boundaries and saying, no, sticking true to your vision, you fall off course and then you end up resenting, you know, what you used to love. Mm -hmm. And so that was where I was in that space with the salon for a, a while because I was allowing other people to create an unhappy environment for myself. And so that was a learning process that I had to go through over the last three years, learning how to say, I'll never have a business that I'm uncomfortable in. And so then last year, because I had learned that lesson, I was able to focus on doing what I want to do. And even this year, I had to relearn boundaries and having people in my space that align with my peace of mind, which to me is the most important thing. 
I feel like I'm at a tarot card reading right now. I'm not even joking. Like everything you're saying, it's like I needed to hear this. I'm so inspired. Wow. I'm going to re-listen this over and over again. I'm so impressed. And we have barely even gotten into your work. Yeah, I'm sorry. And I can talk too. So I'm sorry. No, I love it. And I also love that you're a candle snob because if you take that much care into a candle, imagine what you're putting into your products. Yeah. Your hairline. I feel like you probably yes. channeled all of that yes. into it. My next question officially for you is, I'm just curious, how often does your attorney background play into running your business, running your salon? I think I am, though, it doesn't. Yeah, I I, I feel like my attorney background helps me with critical thinking. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of things, like it's like I fly by the seat of my pants and then I'm like, well, why didn't I do a contract? Or why didn't I read it like this? Or things of that nature. That's another thing with being an attorney too, because I specialize in Medicare. And so when it comes to contracts and things like that, I prefer to have like friends who actually specialize in reading that type of law or hiring somebody to go over things that are specific so I don't lock myself into anything. Now, there are like general contracts that I'll read that I know don't have too much in it that I don't mind being a part of. But like, say I was to go with sign a contract with somebody, a huge retailer, you Mm -hmm. would have to be pay attention because a lot of times I heard this story, it was crazy, but it was true, where a lot of times there's things in contracts. And when the money came back, she didn't realize that she had spent a large amount of her income or her revenue on end caps. So you have to make sure you really know when you need to hire somebody and when you can do it yourself. Like there's things I did all my trademarks. I do my trademarks. I do. So I take that back. I do use my law degree a lot. <laughs> well, but I love that because you have your law background, you know, that you should hire someone specific for jobs. It's so important to read contracts, everybody. I've been swindled myself being in the entertainment industry. My first manager in quotes, that contract, when I showed it to an attorney friend of mine years later, they were like, this is the most overstepping, horrific contract I've ever seen in my line of work. And I'm like, I just signed it. I was 23. I didn't know. Yeah. And you just want to make, you feel like I just want to get put on, Yes, you know, I just want to make money. This is my opportunity. If I shortchange myself just a little, it'll open up doors. Exactly. Which, you know, and also I didn't have any money to hire an attorney to look over it. They told me I should. Right. And they tell you that just to cover themselves and to say, well, I told you to get an attorney. Exactly. Everybody be careful out there. Yeah. That's another lesson from this episode. (laughs) And now we get into hair. Ah, yes. Let's first talk about embracing your natural hair. How, if somebody's curious about that out there, but they really don't know where to start, where would they start? This is going to sound so cliche, but I'm going to say within, I mean, and it's not even just natural hair, but hair in general and the way you look, Mm -hmm. but we get so many women that come into the salon and social media is a blessing and it's a curse because a lot of times people covet what other people have Mm -hmm. and they're not satisfied with their own texture and what's growing out of their scalp. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of it is, I don't need to look at this person over here and lust after her hair because I have great hair myself. And so we may not have the same curl pattern, but we both have curls 
and mine is just as good as hers. And that's what I, I call about in like the curl world. There's a lot of what I call texturism, which borders on colorism, which is looser curls being seen and, and coveted more than textures such as myself, like a type four or a high texture hair. And so I think that a lot of it is like not looking to other people to define your beauty, but looking towards yourself and learning how to love and take care of your own hair type. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And you're very right about that. Let's talk about the motivation behind launching Naturally Drenched. You're working, the salon is moving, everybody comes out happy about their hair. And then you took it a step further. You said, I now... I now have the formula. How did that start? I came up with Naturally Drenched. I think I came up, I looked on my Instagram, it was like 2018, I came up with the name. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted something that sounded like hydration, but like Lux, Lux hydration. You get a vision in your head when you hear Naturally Drenched. Boom, like Naturally Drenched, you're just like, my hair is about to be just like moisturized Mm -hmm. to the hundredth degree, to infinity. And so I had the name, so I'd already held on to the domain name and I had held on to the Instagram, all that stuff in advance. So I'd had that for like two years and then COVID rolls around and I'm like, dang, I wish I had had a product because everybody was moving more towards, of course they had to doing their own hair at home, you know, treating their own hair. And I knew that this was an area in the salon that isn't oversaturated, which is the preconditioner area, which is basically like a primer for conditioner or deep conditioners. And so I was like, this is what I'm going to start with. I'm going to start with a hero product. I also don't believe in reinventing the wheel because I feel like there's so much information out there and brands that you can look at and kind of model. So there's this brand called Bounce Curl that I love. And I loved the fact that I met her when I first started my second lease at the Mm -hmm. salon at a new place. And she came out with one product. She came out with a light gel that was really not out on the market for, you know, like a looser curl pattern. Mm -hmm. And she started with that and she rocked the hell out of it. Like she worked grassroots. She's still not in any major retailers, like everything. Her major business is direct to consumer. And I just was like, that is so smart. Formulate something incredible, fit a niche and start with that. And yeah, in my head, I have a whole line of products that I could like, no, I couldn't because I can't afford it. But if I could afford (laughs) it, I could like formulate a whole line of products based off of what I know in the salon and what works and what ingredients. But I decided I wanted to go with a treatment that's a preconditioner treatment. Also, it's amazing for your scalp. That's one of the main things I love about it is that I literally like my hair. I don't know if the products like the fragrance or chemicals or whatever, but I literally have to use rebalance on my scalp every time I wash my hair every week because it really calms down like any itchiness that I may have. So it's amazing on the scalp. And I also love the fact that it's, it's great professionally. It's a professional, professional product. And so I know when I create something or like when I created rebalance that I was spot on because the stylist used it. Mm-hmm. And so if, if, if your own stylist won't use your product, then it's game over. But I literally had to buy like a half gallon bottle because they were going through it so fast. And I was like, look, you all can't keep on using on my bottles. Yeah. <laughs> it is wild. So, I saw on your Instagram, the transformations of color correcting. 
yeah, it's are just wild and the hair looks yeah. so healthy. It looks so healthy. It has a vegan protein in it. It also has AHAs. And I must admit, I worked with a chemist and she was phenomenal. She's phenomenal. I'm still working with her now. Nice. But, you know, I just wanted to start Naturally Drenched because I wanted a line of curl care that works. So I feel like, you know how it is in the industry, it's so much marketing and I call it creative marketing. And in a sense, I feel like in the curl world, it's almost being exploited in a sense because people feel like there's money in it. And so they're kind of like fast fashion. They're creating like fast hair products. And then I started to notice that they were creating products based off of like ethnicity or the language you speak. And they were creating division, what I I call division in the curl world. And so that's why I was like, why are we doing this? I'm like, why are we even entertaining products that don't really work and people don't stand behind just for them to make a quick dollar and then they're dividing the curl community. And so I really wanted to create a full line of products that targets everybody with curls globally. I love that. And you're, I've seen that too. There are so many people of all backgrounds that have curls on their head. Right. Right. I love that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, yeah. Could you talk us through... Somebody out there with curly hair. There's a lot of my honeys, my listeners, that have curls. And I, I, that's why I like to have people like you on, Jamila, because as you can see, my hair is straight. So I would love for you to help out the curl, the curly honeys. What do curly honeys want? They want hair growth. And I know that it takes hair so much longer to grow because it's right. curl. My, my best friend has your same curl. Uh-huh. And I was, her hair has gotten, I'll show you a photo. Her hair has gotten so long. And I'm like, oh my God, I've never seen your hair this long. She's like, I know it's, it takes so much longer for my hair to grow than like yours does. Tell us a a curly hair routine using naturally drenched and other tips you have that promotes growth and just bomb healthy hair. So I always say the best product is water. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for me, I actually had to get real with myself because I'm not like a, I'm not into, I'm not like a high maintenance type of girl. Like I'm like, let me just run out the house. I look how I look. And I even had to start journaling. And I suggest this for all curly girls. If they're not feeling like their hair is healthy, create, start journaling what you're using. So figure out where you're starting, what you're using, and then make sure you're at least washing your hair 
once a week because it's like the H2O, the water is your most important product. That's the main thing that's going to hydrate your hair. So for me, I always tell curly girls, like, get yourself a journal, write everything down. You at least at a minimum want to be washing your hair once a week. So the water is getting in your hair and it gets not deep, but it's so deep because with water, even still, like a lot of times proper application is key. Like a lot of times we're just focusing on the outside of our hair and just smoothing it through, but we're not breaking it open and sectioning it open to make sure our scalp is clean and our hair is really, really clean. So there are different mindsets like curly girl method and things like that. I clarify. So I like to clarify my hair at least once a month Mm -hmm. and strip off everything, like all the extra product, things of that nature. Then what I do is I use a moisturizing shampoo. So I'll use a moisturizing shampoo for at least one or two shampoos. Then I also have a mirror. I have a mirror in my naturally drenched line for this. So I could see what's going on in the shower. It's a fogless mirror. Nice. But um, yeah, because otherwise you really don't know. Like a lot of times you think you're washing your hair in, in its entirety, but you're really not. Like nothing's really happening up that there. That makes so much sense. Because sometimes I wash my hair and I'm like, why is my head so itchy in that one yeah. spot? And it's probably because you're just coating the outside of your right. hair, but you're not broken it open. to, right. And you're not focusing on your scalp, like you have to clean your scalp. And so a lot of times we're not, scalp care is so important. We're not focusing our scalp. We're not breaking open the hair. We're, we're just putting it on the outside, putting some water, doing a little scrub it up. Dub. I even say, get an applicator bottle and use that to make sure yeah. you're, you know, and put the shampoo on your scalp to make sure you're getting it clean. After that, that's when, and I just did a video on this too. So even the application with rebalance, because like our hair has different levels, it provides a lot of moisture. So I tell people you have to section and saturate. So like I'll section my hair in the fours and then I'll apply and I'll even go through and section it even more and apply more rebalance and then I'll detangle it. And then that way I know that it's all fully covered every Mm -hmm. strand of my hair. And then for the scalp, I actually apply it almost like a lotion. Like I make sure I apply it directly to my scalp. Not just like, oh, I put it in my hair. My scalp should be fine. I put it on my scalp. Yeah. And then you leave it on for three to five minutes. I just get, my mom says this too much, but I then <laughs> decondition. And then when I'm feeling real frisky, I put a conditioner on after my deep condition. And then I have a whole styling routine. <laughs> my mom was like, you're crazy. I love how you earlier said, I'm really low maintenance. I, no. I walk out of the house. And, but this is your expertise. I think you are allowed yeah. to do some steps. And my honeys appreciate a step routine. And I think it's great. And your hair looks fabulous. If you could do it, if you do it on a regular basis, it goes fast. It's not like I have to stop. Like I already know what I'm doing. I know the shampoos I'm going to use. You know, I'm experimenting now with different shampoos, but I have my faves and I've tried not to steer. Like once that's another thing about us too. Like any, any, anybody, everybody, there's always a desire to try something new. So I'm really trying to hold tight to my styling routine because I find that it really works and it gives me the most longevity. So respect respect. Okay. I know all the curly people listening are prepping for summer. Yes. Do you think that a hair routine should change by the season? 
And if so, what are some summer things everybody can be doing? Oh, the heat from the sun will be on us. We'll be swimming in pools and oceans. We'll be going to the parties. Is there sort of a deviation for the summer? I think for the summertime, you may even want to increase your wash days Mm -hmm. because you're sweating more on your scalp. Also, another good tip, I'm back to my H2O. Like a lot of times, I'll just wet my hair and then just get out and let it dry just to get some water on it or some moisture. But you should definitely be making sure during the week you're at least misting your hair and keeping it hydrated. So I would increase wash days and deep conditioning and also make sure that when you're refreshing your hair, it's just not using another product, but you're also incorporating water. Fab. (laughs) You already talked about the hair journal. I thought that was such a great idea and no one has ever heard. I've never heard that. So I love that. You've already brought it up, so there's really nothing to ask you there. I'm just <laughs> I'm just reiterating it. I think that's a great idea for everybody. And that could really work for anybody with hair at all. And I have a curl diary on my website, and I have a journal up, a sample journal. And it talks about, literally, it has Sunday through Saturday where you can put the day, what you used. And then at the end of the week, you can say, like, this, these are keepers. This wasn't a keeper. I can take this out. I didn't see what I wanted to see. Cause a lot of times we forget, or we have such a desire to buy something new. We're using stuff that works. We want to try something out. And then we forget that, oh no, this really did work. Right. And now you have it written right there in black and white. Boom. I love that. I think I want to start a journal about every aspect of my life. Do it. And especially avocado toast. You could have an avocado toast journal. No, I should because sometimes my husband will go, do you remember that one you made with with the the curried hummus? And I'm like, damn it, why didn't I write that down? That's what I'm saying. You need an avocado toast journal. I need an avocado toast journal. There you go. It's happening. I just even thought about truffle oil. Oh, yeah. With some avocado. Oh, that'd be delicious. I do like a garlic olive oil. I'll make it for you. You're going to love it. I'm I'm very into it. It's out. Millennials, you know, we love our avocado toast. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about Naturally Drenched. Okay. I have one hero product and then I have clips, a bamboo pick, and I have a fogless mirror. I saw on the Instagram, the Naturally Drenched Instagram, which is great, that you talked about your packaging and how you're really passionate about minimizing the footprint. And this is everything. I love to bring this up because it shows that you care. And I always tell my honeys, you should be buying from brands that actually give a shit about this because at this rate, if you don't care about it, what the hell is going on? You you talked about the packing peanuts and you showed a video. And I want to bring this up because <laughs> I feel like I get, I, I don't know what to do with all these peanuts. I don't know. Tell us about your packing peanuts and the minimal packaging. 
and in your journey, because I know you you were saying you're experimenting with reusable boxes, all these things. Yes. So sustainability and my main focus is reusability. Mm-hmm. So I really want even to go further than having packaging that's recyclable because aluminum is infinitely recyclable. But the main thing though, is to minimize and reduce waste. Yes. And so that's where I'm at right now and trying to figure out how do I encourage people to reuse the bottle and how do I create a way to sterilize, like have the bottle sent back to me, sterilize it, refill it and resend out the bottle. So I do want to have that be a part of my refill process along with selling refill containers. But like me, once I'm on something, I'm on it. So it's hard for me. The refill situation is complicated because a lot of the plastic refill pouches are not recyclable. And so it's less waste, which is good, but it's still, it's going to be trash. Right. So I, I really want to figure out how to sterilize the bottles and how to get them back, sterilize them and send them back out. And that's my ultimate goal is reusability. So I've, I've decided to stick with aluminum. That's where I want to be. And everything that I do like centers around my ethos of not creating waste. So my boxes are recyclable, of course, but what I, I do and what I am implementing and what I ultimately want to go to is reusable packaging, period, mm-hmm. where you receive the package and you send it back to me. And that way we're not putting any more waste into the environment. And so that's the main thing for me is reusability. It's reduce, recycle, and reuse. Yes. And so I'm actually going to be launching a campaign called Naturally Drunk, which is like getting drunk off of nature's goodness, where I'm going to be showing how you can use the bottles for other things. Like I've made a vinegar disinfectant, you know, you can use it, go to your zero waste stores and you can refill the bottle. Like I've gone there, I've gotten body scrubs, you can get hand soap. There's so many ways that you can use the bottle. Yes! (laughs) I never thought about that. Do they have that at the zero waste? I don't think they have that. Well, there. wait till I show There's up. There's a market. There's a market. <laughs> so, so I just want to show people like how you can reuse everything. And then I also, what I call, I want to be full circle. So I actually sell the pumps and the trigger sprays separate. And then any net profit from that goes to Charity Water, which is a nonprofit that um, gives water to clean water to um, communities all around the world. So for me, it's all about giving back. Wow. Not taking, but just giving back. You've really thought of everything. (laughs) And these packing peanuts, you showed a video. They they like, they dissolve. dissolve They dissolve. So you can put them in water and they'll dissolve and they're non-toxic. They're great. I hope everybody's doing it. Also, like I like using craft paper too. And even we get so many boxes in, a lot of times we just recycle. Like when we have to send things out to wholesalers, we just use boxes that we have already. So we're not just buying new boxes. Yes. It sounds exciting. Jamila, I would like to ask you now about some of your other self-care rituals. Outside of the hair world, just what are some of the things you do every day to take care of yourself that you enjoy, that you really, truly could not live without? 
I love Tata Harper. They oh, sent yes. me, I yes, they sent me a goodie bag or whatever. And the oil cleanser, I love. I really love it. And they have um, exfoliant that I really love too. And then another brand that I like is Pixie Beauty. Okay. Yes. We love a Target brand. Yes. And I went into Target and I was like, so they have this vitamin C mask. I love masks. Like that's Mm -hmm. my thing. Like when I want to relax, I'm going to put a mask on my face. Yes. So like, I'm all about a mask, like putting it on my face, relaxing. Like that to me is like the ultimate calm down. It's like Mm -hmm. putting a mask on my face. I like to so I'll do the double cleanse. I like Shop Jacks. My friend owns that. I do the second cleanse with her cleanser. And I like Base Butter. They have a great moisturizer that I've really been enjoying. So I think that I love that the most. Anything else is like whatever. Like I really, honestly, I shower with Dove Soap. Yeah. I don't, whatever do you, lotion is available. Do you prefer a sheet mask or a clay mask? Or you like both? I like a clay mask. Yes. So, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I like a clay mask. I ordered this clay mask from this company called Ascension Earth. I'm also going to be working on a clay something for myself that has a dual Ooh, purpose. Okay. And I'm working on formulating an oil that has a dual purpose. So I've actually been testing out a lot of oils. I don't even want to talk about that because, but I've fallen in love with oils, which I never thought I would. But there's some great oils out there. Well, I I feel like we're from a similar time of the world where oil-free, oil-free, don't put oil on anything. And now it's just like, what were we thinking? Because these oils are just so nourishing. Yeah. Is there an oil off the top of your head that just tickles your fancy at the moment? I am. There's a couple. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. What I put on, what did I put on today? I put on Morango oil today. Ooh. I put that on my face and I put it on my hair. And I Morango oil. I know I've read that. Is that a tree? Yes, yes. I think it's a tree. So Lovely. I like that. Marula is really good. Mm-hmm. I've been using broccoli seed oil as a pre-poo in my hair. I barely. So I ordered like a bunch of oils to try out. So I've just been trying them all out separately to see what I like about them, if I like them, if I don't like them. But I do like the moringa oil a lot. Yeah, I like it a lot. And I like the marula oil a lot. They're just nice light oils. I feel like Marengo and Marula are the twins at school that everybody M&M. wants to go over to their house. Yes. Has your daughter gotten into beauty with you? Does she ever ask to do masks with you? Are there any products that she's using or that you use on her? I um, let her have my Pixie Beauty salic acid Mm -hmm. wash when I got the Tata Harper. Yeah. And one day she was getting dressed and I'm like, because I know my mask, right? So yeah. So, like, you know, the Pixie Beauty vitamin C, it comes in a big container. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that Tata Harper is, like, expensive. Oh, yeah. So, I look over one day, and she's got this mask on. It's, like, a bright green. And I'm like, what? What? Oh, what do you no. She's like, oh, the mask. I'm like, which one? I'm like, girl, <laughs> play around with the cheap stuff. <laughs> That's that mommy's special stash. Hello. I'm like, whatever is in that cute green bag is not to be touched. Yes. And I know my boyfriend is using my nourishing oil cleanser too, because it's going too fast. I oh. don't even want to talk about it. 
I'm telling you, I relate to this on the other side. My dad had this Rolling Stones t-shirt. It was so cool. It was an original tour t-shirt. And one day in high school, he comes home and I'm just sitting on the couch wearing it. And he goes, get that shirt off. (laughs) This is a collector's item. And he screams at me. And I'm like, just sitting on the couch. It wasn't like I was. You were doing it. Yes. And I looked good. And guess what? I have never seen him in that shirt. It's been sitting in that closet for now almost 20 years from just when I put it on. Yeah, it's probably worth money. You know what? I might have to go take a looky next time I'm in Dallas. I might have to go peep in that closet. I guarantee you it is still there with mothballs around it because no (laughs) one wears that shirt. Anyway, not exactly the same thing, but we must teach the kids a little dabble do ya. When it yes. comes with the mask, because they do last. Those products last if oh you my. use them correctly. I hadn't even used that one. Wow. And I'm like, Magnolia, out of all the stuff in here, why? She just has her tape. She is built for the better life. That's yes. how I feel about her. Mm-hmm. Like, she. I respect that. Yes. Yeah, she's yes. a pseudo breed type of gal. Like, yes. That's and what you know she what? Wants. You're born with that. <laughs> What's her sign? Oh gosh, she's a Leo. She's okay, rough. now yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes she's perfect a rough sense. <laughs> Leos are they're tough. Shout out to the Leos out there who <laughs> like the finer things in life, like Magnolia. Yeah. <laughs> we respect it. Okay, Jamila, please tell us everyone wants to buy naturally drenched. Ooh. Tell us where we can find the products. You on Instagram, the salon. Tell us everything. So you can purchase the product at www.naturallydrenched.com and you can book an appointment at Maggie Rose Salon at www.maggierosesalon.com. We are on Instagram, my favorite place to hang out. So Naturally Drenched is at Naturally Drenched and Maggie Rose's salon is at Maggie Rose Salon. And there are incredible videos of the hair transformations. They are wild, wild in like an amazing way. They're awesome. I yes. love my team. They're very good. Very and and I, I read an interview that you were saying how you studied Instagram and you've studied social media and I think that shows you truly curate an exciting feed. So <laughs> check out Naturally Drenched at Naturally Drenched. And Jamila, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I hope when I come to Miami in Rollerblade with my pale ass hanging out that you'll come say hello. <laughs> I will. We can go on an avocado toast tour. Yes. And I can just take notes in my journal. Boom. I can't wait. And then you can sell. You can have your own ebook where people can download all your recipes. Look at that. I've been considering, I've been considering doing something like that, but more for fun. Just because yeah. it is my my passion. You've got me hungry right now. I'm thinking all types of like, you could put everything on avocado No, you toast. truly can. Expand, everybody expand your mind, okay? <laughs> There's way more things besides avocado to put on top. There are. <laughs> so I think we've definitely changed minds today. Yeah. <laughs> in many ways. One avocado at a time. At a time, that's right. <laughs> and one head at a time. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Nashview. I'm so grateful for your time, and especially if you are a new listener or if you are an old listener. Everyone in the middle, I love you too, but I really appreciate the new people coming in and the people who've been sticking around, honey. Thank you for y'all, and don't forget that you deserve to be happy. Yeah, I'm talking to you, and don't forget to cream your neck and keep your curls fresh. Jamila, do you cream your neck? 
I do. I have to. Of 42 is no do. joke. That's the true. The area is dangerous. I mean, that's the first sign of age. There you go. You heard it from the professional, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fun.